Hello, I'm Rick Cottom. Welcome to Your Maryland. This is the story of a pirate. His name was Gus Rice, and he was born to poverty on the eastern shore. He learned to scrap and fight and somehow got by, working the water, doing odd jobs, picking peaches at 30 cents a day. Then came the oyster boom of the 1860s and 70s. Suddenly, Chesapeake oysters were on every table from New York to San Francisco. Sleepy little towns like Oxford and Crisfield began to look like Abilene and Dodge City. Rough, hard men from the oyster fleet staggered from saloon to saloon. Prostitutes beckoned in the streets. Murder was common. And Gus Rice got himself a dredge boat. To keep order, Maryland established an oyster police force in 1870, led by a tall Kent Islander named Hunter Davidson. In January 1871, Rice sent two assassins aboard his police boat to kill him. Davidson barely escaped with his life, and Rice gained local notoriety. In 1884, the oyster crop peaked at 15 million bushels, then dropped sharply. The dredgers had depleted the major oyster bars. Not to worry. There's plenty oysters left up in the rivers, crowed a Crisfield packer, and them dredgers will get them. The rivers, though, were by law restricted to men who tonged for the oysters by hand. Gus Rice and his dredge boat, J.C. Mahoney, scoffed at it. In 1887, he led a squadron of pirate dredgers up to Chester River, running down tongers in their little canoes and dredging as they pleased. One group of tongers tried to protect themselves by building a fort with two small cannon. Rice and his men came ashore one night, drunk, and captured the lone sentinel asleep. They stripped him naked, sent him packing into the night, and shipped the guns aboard the Mahoney. The next season, the pirates took on the Oyster Navy in open battle. In November 1888, 14 pirate dredgers surrounded the police sloop Eliza Hayward in the little chop tank and blasted it with two dozen shotguns. The Hayward fled to Oxford and wouldn't come out. A few nights later, Rice and his men were again busy in the Chester when they spotted a steamer in the fog. Taking it for a police gunboat, they opened fire. It turned out to be the passenger steamer Corsica of the Baltimore and Eastern Shore Line. Accounts of bullets whizzing among terrified women and children were front-page news the next day. Somebody had to do something about Gus Rice. The job fell to Captain Thomas C.B. Howard, who was just then in Annapolis mounting a 12-pound cannon on the Oyster Navy's strongest ship, the Governor McLean. On the night of December 10, 1888, he steamed to the mouth of the Chester. Ahead, he could see two pirate dredge boats acting as sentinels. Beyond them, Rice and the entire pirate fleet cruised back and forth across the oyster bars. It was late afternoon. A dark gray sky hit his smoke as his boarding party surprised the sentinel boats before they could sound an alarm. Howard loaded his cannon, got up full steam, and plowed up river in the fading daylight, straight toward the pirate fleet. But it was a trap. Before he could get off his first shot, the dredge boats parted and a voice cried out, Join me, boys, in victory or in hell. Barreling down river came the J.C. Mahoney and eleven other dredge boats, lashed together in a kind of raft, fortified with iron plate. Rice and thirty pirates opened fire. Howard got off four shots with his cannon, all into the rigging, then raft and steamer closed. At full speed, he rammed the Julia H. Jones, then backed off and drove in again, this time hitting the J.C. Mahoney. The force of the blow carried the McLean into the center of the raft, where the oyster police began picking off pirates with their rifles. Frantically, the pirates unlashed themselves and sailed away, leaving the Mahoney and the Jones slowly sinking. The Oyster Navy had won a victory, but not the war. Gus Rice escaped. And so it went to the end of the century. Oystermen complained that police were corrupt and drunk, 
Tongers worked at risk of their lives. Bodies washed ashore at the rate of about one a week during oyster season. It was a world made for men like Gus Rice.